In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. As a parent, I'm always looking for more ways to bring biblical counsel and help into my family. So we really love the beautifully illustrated Good News for Little Hearts series. I like how these books help even kids ages 3 to 8 learn to address common emotions and issues like anxiety, anger, failure, temptation, loss, all with the hope of Jesus. I hope you'll get some and see for yourself. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome back Jonathan Gibson. Johnny is Associate Professor of Old Testament and Hebrew at Westminster Theological Seminary near Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He is the co-editor of several books, including Reformation Worship and From Heaven He Came and Sought Her. But he's also the author of a very important book, a special book called The Moon is Always Round. And we're going to talk some about that today. Johnny is married to Jackie and they have two children, Benjamin and Layla. And I'm really glad to have you back on the podcast, Johnny. Thank you. It's great to be back, champ. Thanks very much. Absolutely. What verses do you have for us today? So I have Psalm 105. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Love this verse. Love this whole psalm or psalm, as you say, and uh, one that our family has memorized together in the past. Why don't you set the context for us or read the whole psalm if you choose? Yeah, as you say, it's a well-known psalm, all people that on earth to dwell. It's a hymn that mm-hmm. is based on this psalm. And uh, let me read, actually, the, the earlier verses to set verse 5 in its context. That's great. A psalm for giving thanks. Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us. We are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. And then comes verse five, for the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. What's striking about those verses, Champ, is that there are seven commands to come and worship God. Hmm. Uh, make a joyful noise, serve the Lord with gladness, come into his presence with singing. It's this concatenation of commands that just keep coming at us. And then there's one simple reason given <laughs> for the Lord his good, his steadfast love endures forever, his faithfulness to all generations. So seven commands and one reason for those commands. So an invitation to worship God, to delight in him, to sing his praises, and then a wonderful reason why we do that. I really appreciate your pointing that out. I think it's just great to stop for a second and say it's important that we read the Bible as a train of thought. They're not just stating truths like nuggets for the day. It is a God-inspired unit of communication. And so, like you said, there are commands and then there's rationale. There's a reason in verse 5. So, how has the Lord used verse 5 in your life? Uh, Well, one of the things that it 
really states verse 5 is that the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever. And what I understand that to, to mean is that God is always good. God is always loving. Hmm. And uh, this was something Jackie and I had to grapple with when our daughter Layla died just over three and a half years ago. Uh, she died very suddenly at 39 weeks in her mother's womb. And uh, we had to grapple with the sovereignty of God, the goodness of God in the midst of this tragic loss of our daughter. And uh, we asked ourselves the question, is God good? Hmm. Uh, the Bible says he is, but is he? And the times when we did affirm it and still do, often we say, Lord, you are good. We believe. Uh, please help our unbelief. Hmm. And uh, that, those were some of the struggles that we had as we've come to affirm this truth again and again. And it's a truth that we believe to the depth of our being. But it's a truth we've had to grapple with. It's not been an easy one. Uh, the reason it's meant so much to us is because of an analogy that I um, use to try and explain it. And that is, I say, God is always good, even when you can't see it. Hmm. Just like the moon is always round, even when you can't see all of it. Hmm. And the reason that became uh, an analogy that I was using was my son, uh, ben was fascinated with the moon when he was a little boy at about two and a half, three years old. I'd hold him up to the window when we lived in Cambridge, England, and he would point to the moon and say, look, the moon. And I would say, Ben, what shape is it tonight? And he would say it's a crescent moon or a half moon or a three quarters moon. And, uh, and then I would say, Ben, what shape is the moon always? And I taught him to say the moon is always round. Hmm. And then I thought, let me turn this into a little catechism. So we would do those first two questions. <laughs> and then the third question would be, and Ben, what does it mean that the moon is always round? And he would say, God is always good. And that little catechism in the Lord's providence that I taught him six months before Layla died became very important to us as a family. The day she was stillborn, I still remember driving Ben home that day, uh, putting him to bed and leaving him in the care of a close friend before I went back to um, be with Jackie and Layla in the hospital. And I remember thinking, I must look out tonight and see what shape the moon is. And I, I got out the front door, packed the back of the car and looked up and there was the moon. It was a half moon. Hmm. And I thought that describes exactly how we feel today. We've seen the goodness of God. We've met our daughter, uh, but she's dead. And uh, we can't see the other half of the moon. We couldn't see all of the goodness of God. But I was reminded of Psalm 100 and verse 5. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. So God is good. He's always good, even when we can't see it. Just like the moon is always round, even when you can't see all of it. I've read your book and it is just special in so many ways. The truths it communicates about God, the truths it shares about your family and the difficult time you went through and still feel and the way the Lord has taken you through that time. In one place in the book, your son asks you a question and you just say, I really don't know why. As you've thought about it, Johnny, sometimes the Lord puts us in situations where we question his goodness. Why would he put us in that kind of place? Well, I think because we're a pilgrim people and uh, he requires us to live by faith, not by sight. Hmm. And it's one of the things that strikes me about Abraham. I've, I've also reflected on his life a lot since Layla died. And you just think about they had to wait 25 years for a child, the, the promised son. And in that time, you know, they had other issues they had to deal with, other hardships. 
And uh, it just struck me that what was God doing with Abraham? Well, he was creating faith in him, sustaining faith in him, that he would be to the rest of the church an example of a man of faith. And uh, that's what God calls us to be, people of faith. And faith requires testing to prove its genuineness. And I think that's one of the reasons where God does put us into trials. He is good. He is sovereign. He puts us into them for our good, for his glory. But one of the things is to test our faith, to see is it real, is it true, and uh, to prove that we really do believe in the God that we claim to believe in. And I think it gives all the more glory to him because, you know, in and of ourselves, Jackie and I couldn't testify that God was always good. It was the spirit at work in us, sustaining our faith, giving us belief in these passages and in verses like Psalm 105. So let me read it again. This is Psalm 100 verse 5. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. It says, For the Lord is good, and his faithful love endures forever, his faithfulness through all generations. Johnny, I'm really glad you could be with us again today, and I'm so thankful for your sharing this verse with us and how the Lord has used it and continues to use it in your life. Would you just take a moment and pray this verse for all of us as we close? Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, you are the God who is good. Your steadfast love endures forever and your faithfulness to all generations. We've seen that through the history of redemption with your people in Israel, bringing them out of Egypt and into the promised land. And we've seen all of that come to its ultimate fulfillment in the person of your son, the Lord Jesus. We see in his life, death, resurrection, and ascension, your goodness, your steadfast love, your faithfulness to all generations. We pray, Father, that you would take these great truths of who you are in yourself and how you relate to your people over many generations. Please take these great truths and comfort us with them. Encourage us this day and help us to live for your glory by faith. We ask this in the name of your Son, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever praised. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.